We all know that hope is not an effective strategy. Nonetheless, occasionally, we find ourselves in a situation where it turns out we've been relying on hope more than objective truth. So how can we tell if the outcome we want is likely or just a hope or a wish? Stay tuned, and I'll tell you the test I use. Running a service business can be hard. It is not unusual for business owners in industries like contracting, home repair, auto repair, business-to-business services like janitorial, IT and accounting, and many others to feel overwhelmed by all the priorities facing them at any given time. Between addressing the needs of the customers, managing the employees, figuring out the financials, and getting processes in place, feeling like you're making significant progress on your business journey can be difficult. Welcome to Service Industry Success, hosted by Brian Harding. Each week, Brian will look at real-world strategies for building the business you are dreaming of, while also sharing tactics to get through some of the most frustrating parts of business ownership with a lot more ease. Let's get started. So as I record this now, we're coming into the the new year. 2024 is right around the corner. And this is, uh, you know, the end of the year is a typical time for forecasting and planning and budgeting and reflecting on the previous year and goal setting on the next year. And, and it's a, it's a time to look at what we've done to determine what we want to do next year. It's a, it's a fun time. You know, we get to look and say, here's, here's kind of the, the results of all the hours and all the stress and all the, the arguments with my spouse about how many hours I'm putting in and, (laughs) and uh, all the things I missed in life that, you know, the, the weekends I had to work and all that stuff. Here's where here's what it all meant, you know, and how much did we how much revenue do we do? And if your company is growing, it's a lot of fun to to you know to have these moments to to see progress and improvement and and growth and and you know to really see what the what the what the benefits are of all this stuff, right? But it's also time to say yes and okay, great, we did X X amount this year, we did this kind of growth this year. What do we want to do for next year? And so these kind of end of the year, beginning of the year moments is where, where I like to talk about, you know, what is the difference between action and inaction? Because, you know, I'm, while I'm not a huge New Year's resolution guy, I do believe in, you know, year over year growth goals and things like that. So I guess those are kind of like resolutions. Um, I do I do think those things are important. And for some folks, are, they mean everything, right? And But we also got to have a conversation about when we're relying on hope for an outcome versus having a legitimate plan. Because what we don't want to do in, in, you know, listen, I've done this, is is create a pattern where we say next year is going to be different and next year we're going to do this. And we really kind of, kind of know down deep that we're full of crap. We don't really have any way to, to say yet, to legitimize our claim that we're going to do this thing other than just like declaring it. And, And listen, that's a great first step, but, but we've got to have more than just, words and and hope right so the test i rely upon most is this and i talked about this a year ago uh, as we came into 2023 i talked about the same kind of thing but um today we're going to talk about a little bit differently but the basically the test is this can i identify the next three to seven actions that i'm going to take to achieve this outcome i say i want and when I say action, an action is defined as noun, verb, date. Some Somebody, noun, generally is a person, is going to do the thing, the verb, by this date. 
That is an action. If I if I can identify the noun, the verb, and the date, awesome. Yahtzee, that's an action. If I can't, then that's more of a wish, right? So, and, and, and if I can't identify, like, here's the next three to seven actions we're going to take, then I'm kind of hoping this thing happens rather than, than planning for this thing to happen. And I think that's a critical distinction. If yes, if I say, yeah, okay, I want to do this thing, and here's the next three to seven actions we're going to take, then I can legitimately say I'm taking steps to affect that change. I'm legitimately, like, I got a, I got a real-life plan, right? Um, and, you know, like, revenue growth growth would be uh, an easy example. Uh, you know, we're coming up on year in, and we're like, hey, look at this. We're going to, we got a couple weeks left, but it looks like we're going to wrap up right around $4 million this year in revenue. And we say, that's fantastic. Next year, we want to grow by 20%. So that means we're going to have to do $4.8 million. Awesome. That's a fantastic goal. Now, how are we going to do that? Well, we're going to increase our marketing. What does that mean? We're going to increase our marketing. Will, will increasing our marketing spend by 20% increase the leads and work volume by 20%? And if I ask a question like that, here is, here's sometimes the kinds of response I get. I'll get a response like, well, it should. Okay. Based on what? And then, and then there might be a rebuttal like, well, I would hope so. I mean, if I'm going to spend 20% more, I should get 20% better ROI or, well, it better. Or if the marketing company is any good, it will. Like these are the kinds of things that that would be typical kind of marketing exchanges that might happen. And these are all statements that indicate we have no real idea what the actions are that are going to actually change the outcome. More money in is our, our only singular action step. The rest is hope, right? Now, that doesn't mean you can't hire providers who do things like you hire CPAs to do your tax returns. And there's a, a reasonable presumption that they're going to do the thing correctly. I get that part, right? But this isn't that. This isn't, this isn't getting your taxes done is not the same as revenue growth. Revenue growth, especially if we're going to have a marketing strategy, like, we have, to, we have to test, we have to do market research. We have to find out like, what is our, is our offer any good? We have to do some market research and ask people like, would you, and, and maybe do split testing. Do you like this? Do you like that? We have to identify who our avatar is. We have to identify what their needs are. We have to do things other than just spit money to, to you know, Google and SEO and like hope that it works. <laughs> um, we have to have an active plan. Like, okay, well, we have this baseline performance on these keywords. We're going to do some split testing, you know, that kind of stuff. Or I'm going to do outreach. You know, maybe it's not marketing. We're going to do outreach. Okay, well, what, what kind of outreach are we going to do? Like, who who are we going to go talk to? How are we going to efficiently go talk to people? What's our message? What are, the, what are the pain points they have? These are things we would figure out that are action items, noun, verb, date. Um, the other, the other, you know, again, the marketing is just a, is a simple example because it's, it's kind of one of those things that that feels good and sounds good to say we're going to grow by twenty percent next year. And and listen, that's that's doable. I promise. You know, um, my company we grew on average thirty eight percent per year for nine years. We 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 had tremendous growth. I I get that that stuff is possible, but it wouldn't have been possible if we would have said we're going to up our marketing spend and that's going to get us twenty percent. That's that would not have worked in our case. I I promise we would still be a have been a very small company if that's what we did. It just wouldn't have worked for us. So those kinds of statements are just indications that we don't have a real idea what the actions are that are going to change the outcome. If we, if we limit it to, well, I'm just going to do this and that should work, 
the rest is hope, right? Another example, uh, which is, um, you know, fairly common and, a, and an easy one to illustrate this, this point I'm making here is, you know, I, you know, in 2024, we're going to buckle down and we're going to make some real progress on getting our procedures in place. Awesome. Again, that's a fantastic goal. Question is, what are the first three to seven actions necessary to achieve that? And the typical answer is, yeah, I need to figure that out. And, and that just like kicks the can down the road. And that's, that's our first action step now is figuring that out. And that first action step may or may not ever happen uh, because it's, it's just, delayed it's just it's just we're just punting it we're just kicking it down the road and we we say we want to do this thing but we skipped a part about saying in order to to have that be a realistic expectation not a hope not a wish i need to identify my first three to seven actions to achieve that so for any outcome we declare we want to achieve i would recommend the very next thing we ask is just what i said i want to do this i want to get you know I want to, to um, reduce the, the amount of warranty work we're doing. Okay. What are the next three to seven actions to, to, to achieve that goal? I want to have our employees improve their closing rate. Great. What are the next three actions to achieve that goal? Again, just programming ourselves to, to actively create plans rather than actively rely on hope as our strategy. Next year, we need to, to reduce the amount of warranty work we're doing. Okay. And now what, <laughs> right? So when those come, and you're going to hear these conversations with, if you have partners, you're going to have that with them. If you have a leadership team, you're going to hear with them. If you're, going to, if you're talking to your team and your, your, you know, your project managers or, or department leads or whatever, like you're going to hear yourself say things like that. You're going to hear them say things like this. And the next thing needs to be, you know, again, this warranty work is another simple example. Next year, we really need to cut down our warranty work. Yes. And what are the next three to seven actions that, that are going to help us achieve that goal? If we just create that, again, kind of an auto-reply, kind of like I talked last week, like uh, what's our auto-reply when we say this thing, we're not going to have the the benefit over the next several years that we've had the last few years of just people have had a lot of money kind of thrown at them. They've been buying things that they maybe wouldn't have bought in other circumstances because they had a whole bunch of cash on hand. The, this, the, the buying decisions from our consumers are changing now and they're going to continue to change. And we've got to be more reliant on action, not, you know, just responding to this influx of work that many, many, many people have had, right? Uh, across the board, folks are, are noticing just different buying decisions. The consumers are just not, they're not getting the kitchen remodels at the pace that they were. They're not, they're not getting, uh, you know, the, the, the fun stuff uh, at the pace they were, they're doing stuff that, that they have to, not because they want to. In, in some cases, not all. There's exceptions to that, but but the the, the buying decision is changing. So we have to be more action oriented and less reactive. And we certainly have to for anything we say we want to have happen in 2024. We've got to train ourselves to say, "Yep." And what are my first three to seven actions to achieve that outcome? Otherwise, we just we know right out of the gate, like this is something I want to happen, and this is a wish. This is a hope. Versus this is something we are going to make happen because in, in the first three to seven things we're going to do to make it happen are these things. Noun, verb, date. So anyhow, I hope that that helps. Uh, you know, it's end of the year is exciting time. It's a fun time to reflect. There's, you know, holiday, holiday Christmas parties and in, in companies. And, and um, it's great to celebrate for a variety of reasons. It's great to show our employees 
thanks and their families thanks. It's a fantastic time of year, and this forward looking is just a it's a it's a wonderful time. It's fantastic. It's one of the best times of year to reflect on what we've done and the successes we've had, and and see the benefits of all the sacrifices we've made, and to look at next year and how great it's going to be. And this is important for us to just instill ourselves. And our next three to seven actions are what? So, anyhow. I hope that helps. Uh, as usual, if you find this information helpful, please share the podcast with a friend or colleague you think could benefit from it. It's, this podcast is designed for business owners in service industries or other folks who, who listen as well. But generally, it's designed for, to, to benefit people who are business owners in service industry. So if you know somebody who owns a service industry, you know examples in blue collar would be contractors, of course, even auto repair shops, but mostly... I'm talking to people who send employees out to do things in the blue collar world. Uh, the trades are a great example. White collar versions would be accounting firms, bookkeeping firms, IT service providers, marketing agencies. Those are all um, service based businesses. And then in, in the medical side, chiropractors, veterinarians, that kind of stuff, uh, boutique medical offices, that kind of stuff. So those are the kind of the folks that this podcast is designed to talk to. So if you know somebody in that in the, one of those industries that could benefit, Please share this with them. Just say, hey, check this out. You know, uh, find an episode that you like and, and send it on over to them. I appreciate that very much. Of course, public sharing is also appreciated, but it always means a little bit more when it comes from a, an individual. So, again, you never know what somebody could uh, hear that would make their life a lot easier. And that's what we're trying to do here is to make life easier for business owners. So, anyhow, that's it for this week, and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.